Daniel's Joyride, a gearhead's guide to the open road. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, a conversation with the lead development engineer of the Chevrolet Bolt, Todd Bruder. General Motors was one of the first major car manufacturers to have an electric car with its EV1 program of the mid-late 90s. They ended that program in 1999, literally crushing all but a handful of the cars in a cloud of controversy and terrible publicity. The spark was never fully out at GM, though, and came back fully lit with the Chevrolet Bolt EV, which debuted as a 2017 model. It was one of the first, and still few, that has a range of over 200 miles on a single charge. I spoke with Bruder at the Chicago Auto Show, and he told me that the original EV program laid the groundwork for the Bolt EV. GM has a history in electric vehicles going actually um, back even before the EV1, but uh, um, some of the EV1 engineers are still around and have contributed to both the, um, the Volt and the Bolt EV um, today. Uh, so some of that expertise is, is uh, still being used, and the learnings from some of the EV1 days are still being used today in um, the electric vehicles that uh, GM is producing. What are some of the similar pieces or parts or technology well it's more of learnings those there are no uh, there are no parts or pieces that are carried over but it's really um, knowledge of uh, you know electric vehicle space um, and uh, and um, you know some of the uh, areas you need to look out for in, when with an electric vehicle obviously you know um, you know range and you know the the um, noise of vibration and you know rolling resistance things like that that and uh, um, battery life things like that although the batteries have changed quite a bit since those days but um, having the people around that have uh, gone through some of the earlier phases of, of electrification has been helpful uh, what I find particularly notable, if not impressive, is that most EV cars right now are in that 80-ish mile range where the Bolt almost quadruples that. So I'm very curious as to why Chevrolet is able to do that and or has made the commitment to do it, mm-hmm. where other companies that have had electric cars out there longer have, have not done that. So early on in the Bolt, we had... Um, looked at uh, and, and spoke to a number of uh, current EV owners and then EV intenders, um, people that wanted to get into an EV and tried to understand um, what was it that was keeping them from getting into an EV vehicle um, and what would they look for and what would push them over the edge to buy an EV vehicle. And, um, you know, those things, uh, it boiled down to essentially, uh, you know, usabil- usability of the vehicle as far as um, interior space and uh, uh, efficiency of space. Price, um, they wanted below $30,000. $30, they wanted range. Um, we found that um, the the most of the EV intenders, um, that uh, if you got above 200 miles range, that would push them over. That would start to get them to think, think hard about uh, an electric vehicle. And then uh, performance, they wanted it to be um, uh, to be able to drive it like a normal vehicle, have a uh, decent pickup, you know, and be able to, uh, you know, drive highway speeds and such. So those, those areas are what we focused on um, from the get-go with a Bolt EV. And so uh, all of that hinged around the um, what size pack we wanted to use, uh, uh, battery pack we wanted to use, how we wanted to integrate it into the vehicle, and, um, and then... 
pushing the limits or pushing the um, uh, energy of the of the cells themselves to try to get there. We 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 had a goal of of um, a minimum of 200 miles when we started this. We you know that was the that was the range we knew would start to get people interested in, in moving from a non-EV vehicle into an EV vehicle. So as we built the um, and started designing the vehicle, right, um, we you know, went with a 60 kilowatt hour pack, which is a fairly large pack compared to some of the, um, EV vehicles that were out there at the time and, um, keeping it below that, um, that entry point of $30,000. We, we took that pack and integrated it into the lower structure of the body, um, by making it part of the floor pan. It did a couple things, right? Um, it, uh, it, um, improved that interior space um that was one of the things they wanted the vehicle to be usable right so we had lots of good interior space in the vehicle by making the pack part of the floor pan it became part of the structure and so we were able to design the body itself with uh you know combinations of aluminum and um high strength steels and then the pack as part of the structure itself we were able to have a body in white that also allowed for you know large openings and low step over heights for efficiency into the vehicle but also um, we had to manage the mass of the vehicle to get that range you know that that range is not just battery itself right you have to ha- you have to concentrate on the aerodynamics the rolling resistance of the tires the mass you know a lot of the other um, you know, I guess say, say non-traditional EV parts of the vehicle you have to concentrate on those as well in order to get that target range so you have to start with a good you know energy source so that 60 kilowatt hour pack um, have an efficient motor, and then um, you know design the vehicle to take to optimize that and to be able to get over that 200 mile range. And we got that 238, which we were all ecstatic about. We you know blew our our target out of the water as far as that's concerned. And this is not Chevrolet's only car that has uh, some form of electrification, if you will. Uh, the Volt certainly does. And uh, where I live, the there's a the Spark EV. Spark EV. Thank you. So I'm wondering. Um, Maybe this this is a little more esoteric question, but is it is it easier? And I'm air quoting easier here to design an electric car from scratch rather than going like the Spark EV, just m- turning that into an electric car. Because as you mentioned, there are other factors involved. I don't know if it's easier. There's I'm sure some well some aspects are probably easier because you get to start with a clean slate. Um, others um, maybe maybe not so much because you do have to do everything from the ground up by starting with a clean slate which we knew um, we you know early on decided that that's what we needed to do in order to you know meet these um, you know that four criteria that we felt that was going to excite the customers and get the customers pushed over the edge you know starting with that clean slate um, it allowed us uh, allowed us to get that so if we had not used a um, if we had used an existing um, architecture, some of those things would have been difficult to reach. We, you know, we may have been uh, limited on what we could have gotten with Arrow. We may have been limited on where we could have gone with some of the mass improvements. So, um, as far as the Bolt EV's success, a lot of it does hinge on starting with a clean slate. And uh, you know, I've driven quite a few electric cars. Some of them are, I'm, I'm interested in the, the differences in the way the, the interface with the driver happens. Like if it's the, the Golf electric, it's, a, it's very simple. There's nothing about it, uh, there's a, except for a few visual styling cues on the exterior that let you know that it's an electric car. So Volkswagen made the decision to just keep it, uh, essentially just convert a car that's uh, already existed. 
and then other cars are a little more uh, i'll use the word dazzling if you will because they, they want you to know it's electric so i'm wondering what kind of either conversations or planning was involved in um in the bolts interface the way that it presents itself and the, the way that the technology rea- interacts with the driver yeah um so with the the Bolt EV, if you look at it, it, it um, in my opinion, it, it sort of it sort of straddles that, right? It has the it has features um, that it can excite uh, an electric vehicle enthusiast, but also it's not so uh, niche to scare away um, a someone new to a electric vehicle, and that was purposeful. Um, we did a lot of things, even with the even with the uh, the way the vehicle drives, um, to make it drive and feel as comfortable as possible to someone who's new to the electric vehicle space, but also allow have features in there that would excite an, elect, uh, an electric vehicle enthusiast. In particular, I want to talk about the um, the selections we have for drive modes. We have a normal drive mode, which is what we call you know D or drive, and uh, with our electronic range selector. Uh, selector. And the way we calibrated that is to for it to drive like a conventional vehicle. So when you lift your foot off the accelerator pedal, the vehicle will coast like a traditional vehicle. Um, we we do capture energy back into the battery when you're coasting in drive. But if you're in that mode, um, a a someone new to the EV space coming from a conventional vehicle would find that the vehicle is not that different, and um, you know maybe try to. Uh, alleviate some of the um, apprehension they may have had in getting into an electric vehicle. But yet we also have we have the, our one-pedal driving, which is something that um, I think is a, is a great feature of this vehicle, and um, our engineers that uh, designed that did a great job. Um, but uh, the one-pedal driving, if you move the, uh, the selector into low, you can now drive. We increase our regen, and um, you can drive just using the accelerator pedal and just modulating your speed with the accelerator pedal, and you don't need to go over and uh, put your foot on the brake unless there's an emergency situation. Um, but uh, you can drive around town all day with just modulating your speed with the accelerator pedal, recapturing all that energy as you come to a, as you come to a stop, and um, it'll hold the vehicle. It'll cancel creep torque, so the vehicle will st- will um, uh, hold in place. With you take your foot off the accelerator pedal, it'll hold up to certain grades. Um, so if you're in, in a city, stop and go traffic, or just driving to work on back roads, you'll find that the one pedal driving um, is really convenient and um, is truly fun to drive and you know that you're uh, capturing recapturing as much of that energy as you can um, as you're driving so you know by providing both some of fe- some features that an electric vehicle owner can get excited about but yet not going so far you know niche with electric vehicles you know we make it um, a vehicle that a non-ev person you know can get into and feel comfortable as the lead development engineer i'm very curious as to what your parameters were when you came came on board like were because you're obviously very knowledgeable about electric cars what is it that you determined was working in other cars and other models and what was and wasn't so what is it that you were able to then put into play with this car 
so when I came on, a lot of the uh, area was around um, trying to, as I spoke about before, trying to normalize the car as much as we can. Try to get the brakes to feel um, like uh, to feel like a normal normal brakes or brakes that would be um, that you would see on another vehicle. Right, um, getting that one pedal driving working properly, um, getting um, all that we can out of the vehicle to try to get that, get the range that we were looking for. So, um, you know, there was a lot of, you know, fine-tuning. When I came on, um, a lot of the vehicle had already been sort of decided and and designed. We took that then and, um, you know, pushed it over the finish line to try to get to the best the best the best we can is in, in in that range in that space in the driving feel um, my area in particular as the lead development engineer is is um, a lot of the performance integration so it's 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 uh, what the customer uh, feels and touches right so um, how does it ride how does it steer how does it brake um, you know what range are we getting is how does it uh, um, you know what are the charging features like? What is the interface like on the on the radio? Um, those types of touchy feely things kind of fall in my area. So what I was tasked with and was responsible for was to was to really take this you know electric vehicle and make it something that a a conventional customer would recognize and be comfortable with. And uh, was there a discussion at any point about? Whether or not to have a, as BMW calls it, a backup generator with the car, or you thought the mileage was maybe sufficient enough that that was not even something worth discussing. We offer two vehicles. We have the, you know, the Volt, um, which has the our e-rev system in it, right, which has the engine and and um, uh, and battery, and electric motor, right. So um, this, the Bolt EV was never intended to be like the Volt. We already have a, a vehicle that has the um, a range-extending engine in it. Um, the Bolt EV was, from the beginning, primarily, or was going to be exclusively an electric vehicle. Now that it's been out and it's, it's out to the public, what are your thoughts on it and what are some changes you want to, or maybe advance, advancements you want to make? Yeah, so the thoughts on it, right, is it's the greatest car I've ever worked on. It, it, it's the most exciting car I've ever worked on. It's, it's, uh, it's the most fun to drive. It's the, it's, so as far as my thoughts on the car, it's, it's, uh, it's the best. Uh, um, as far as uh, future changes, future um, uh, improvements, I can't talk about what we have planned for the future. You know, uh, we're a year and a half into selling the vehicle, so um, you know we'll see what comes in the next couple of years with it. Well, Todd Bruder, thank you very much for giving us your time. Thank you. That was Todd Bruder, lead development engineer of the Chevrolet Bolt EV. I spoke to him at the Chicago Auto Show. You can read my blog entry on the Bolt and the goodbye to the Chevrolet Volt with a V at danielsjoyride.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy your traveling.